Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. The Last Kids on Earth and their superhero alter egos are back in the latest installment of the graphic novel spinoff series, The Last Comics on Earth, Too Many Villains. Jack, June, Quint, and Dirk face their biggest challenge yet, creating the sequel to their hit graphic novel in a mad dash, puzzle-filled race across Apocalyptia to stop the biggest evil plan in history. Hey, you know what the creators of Last Comics on Earth's evil plan is? Make me and my kids love these books. Seriously, my younger kid is a huge fan of both the Last Kid series and the Last Comic series. It's true. And now I'm hooked too. The whole team has created a delightful cast of characters with some fantastic kid-friendly art throughout that will appeal to readers of all ages. Buy your copy of The Last Comics on Earth in stores today. You can also visit lastkidsonearth.com to learn more. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Stack. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And yeah. on The Stack, we're going to talk about a bunch of comic books that Woo-hoo. come out today, Wednesday, and a bunch of comic books that come out on other Wednesdays. No spoilers, Elvin. Future no, Wednesdays. Alex, always, button it. I always, I always <laughs> blow it, you guys. I'm You're always like, spoiler. oh, man, here's, here's some spoilers for your spoil heads. Right? Nope. Yeah, That's the spoil phrase. heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love spoilers. Say them all day. Yeah. Head to spoilheads.com, my dedicated site for spoilers, where I ruin everything. Let's get into it. Miss Marvel number 38 from Marvel. This is G. Willow Wilson's last issue on the title. Yeah. Yeah, This is she. Well, yeah, because she helped co-create the character of Kamala Khan. Uh, Miss Marvel has been an incredibly influential character, seeped into almost every medium imaginable. Uh, And this is her last title here before she's kicking it down to Saladin Ahmed for... I think it's the Magnificent Miss Marvel, it which is. kicks off next month. Uh, this is a bit of a jam. It starts off with Gio Wilson. A little bit of a jam. I like it. A little bit of a jam. A little yeah. bit of jazz. Jam you can feel some jazz. Very jazzy. Uh, and it's a couple of other auth- authors who have had influence on Kamala. It's a string cheese incident. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jim Zub, who wrote her in Champions, is on it. Also, Zub. we get a preview of Saladin Ahmed's take on it. What do you guys think about this issue? Good sending off point? I thought it was really cool and very fun. Uh, yeah, a lot of kind of fun things, but it's also like this character is has a lot of heart, and I'm glad that that kind of stayed even in the last issue. I I I, I love this. I'm sad to see this uh, different team on it, but I'm excited to see what's for what's to come. But I thought this was a great collection of uh, kind of stories that stay true to the character. Uh, it did feel like uh, I wanted a little bit more of a conclusion uh, or sort of a sum up of the take of the character. And nope. To me, that's what last issue felt like about. I don't know yeah. if you guys read that one, but that had a definitive the end at the end of the issue. Yeah. So this to me more so feels like one. her passing the baton on to other people, right. paying tribute to the character. I think... Uh, it's not the 50th issue overall, but it's some sort of anniversary. I think it's the fifth year or something like that, Mm. uh, that Kamala has been around. So 
that I think was more the idea there. Uh, I agree with you. I would have wanted something more emotional, but this yeah. was fun. And it, it was fun. On... The video game stuff was very cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, the last uh, one page yeah. uh, comic uh, right at the very end. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. And I do think in a, in a way this also pays tribute to the very idea of comics, not to get too lofty about it, but I think no. you have a character, you create a character, but if they're truly going to stand the test of time in mainstream comics, you pass them to somebody else. Yeah. So that's what they did in this issue. And that's, what's going to happen to Kamala. She's going to, at this point, live on through generations again, not to be lofty about it. Uh, but it is very rare when you see a new comic character come along and they're going to stick around. Yeah. She is one of the those characters yeah and that's uh, really exciting so i'm, I'm sure mm-hmm. whatever uh, whatever the sadness is it's erased by that i feel like yeah let's move on to a dc comic the batman who laughs number three oh, pretty much man. opposite end of the spectrum of the yeah. last thing you're talking about yeah now F- fun we, lighthearted uh i love what? uh well it's well, laughs it's laughs. fun it's, it's laughing yeah. what are you talking laughs. about <laughs> it's laughing <laughs> what, what did you laugh at <laughs> All the jokes. What joke? Name there's one. A, there's all the jokes where uh, Batman's like, "Oh, I'm mad now," and it's like, "You, that's funny. You, you not, think that's you're funny? Batman, a plane blowing up in the sky, maybe a bunch of people dying. That's well, hilarious. Think about this. Like he's a they bat didn't. and a man. That doesn't seem possible. Yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. not funny. It's a funny book. He's a, it's a joke. Funny how? It's a joker. Most of the time, he's just the Batman, but yeah. here he's the Batman who laughs. It's so. like the Batman's a drama. This is a comedy. It's like a sitcom, and nope. it's fun. There's different okay, but let's really do. Crazy neighbors show up, like the Grim Knight, and he's like, "I'm shooting you." <laughs> um, you know, well, all right, let's really talk about it. Sure. Okay, so I am. this issue is pretty fucked up as usual. Yeah. I'm the Justin who laughs. <laughs> oh man, this, that makes so, sense. So uh, Scott Snyder, Jock, uh, Batman who laughs, who is an evil Jokerized Batman from an alternate dimension, has been uh, systematically taking down our Batman uh, using other Batman from other universes, including yeah. the Grim Knight, as you mentioned. Who's a Batman who uses guns? Uh, this ish- series has been monumental in terms of what it's done to the Batman mythology. Yeah. Um, as important, as necessary feeling as anything else that Scott Snyder did during his run on Batman. Uh, and here. I mean, without getting too much into we spoilers, spoil I, this. I, I want to talk, no, talk about, talk the, about this. We no talked spoil. about this on spoilheads.com. No spoil. I'm spoiling. Fuck this. I want to talk about Well, let's this. talk before we get to that part. Did you like um, Gambling Magnate, Magnate Batman, who showed uh, up I briefly? <laughs> I did like that. Do you know what I, I was actually, I was thinking about that uh, since I read it, because that's a sequence with the Penguin, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, I'm curious to get your guys take on it, but I thought it was a really smart, interesting take where the Batman last comes in, attacks all the penguins men and says, you know, it's funny. Oswald, uh, see funny, right? Be- see, yeah, sure. it's Comedy. funny. Uh, in everybody always thinks the Joker will take you down or, or the Riddler, or the Riddler or one of your big enemies. But in most dimensions, it's the penguin. Yeah. Who's I thought the that final was cool. One. And I thought that was very smart. Yeah, it was cool. It was and, a cool take. And then the Batman who last brings this uh, Bruce Wayne from another uh, universe who uh, rather than beat the penguin, he just formed another crime empire yeah. and uh, just put him out of business. Um, I can't wait for the action figure. Yeah. Uh, no, I love that idea, too. I wanted yeah. to see that. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. And then he pokes his eyes out. Uh, what did you guys oh, think of the, the plan? That was messed up. What did you guys think of the plan where Batman, who uh, has the uh, Joker serum in, in him and is running going through crazy, him, right. um, he uh, gets uh, 
Jim Gordon's son and is like, you know the plan. And he's like, what? No. I, that to me was the indicator that Batman's gone crazy. Well, yeah. it's also like, it's crazy to see Batman kind of unwind and unravel a little bit here because he's grasping at straws. Like he's yeah. losing, he's getting his ass handed to him. So he's kind of like, hey, you used to be a psychopath. What does psychopaths think? Like, help me see the end game here. Right. Yeah. Because I, I, I agree with your point, Justin, and I think that's the thing where, like, it's this creeping horror when you're reading this issue, and it doesn't even happen in this issue. Yeah. But you know, if you're unleashing James Jr., that's going to be even more messed up and even more fucked up than anything yeah. that's come before. Yeah. It's possible that they be, could be heading in another direction, that it could be the redemption in a certain sense of James Jr., um, but you're releasing a psychopath to catch another psychopath right. while there's another psychopath wandering around with his heart literally hanging out. Yeah, Joker. Uh, the Joker, yeah. This is... it's. The danger is it's so very, it's very stressful uh, series. Yeah. But it's like if a squirrel steers, steals your car keys, right. you can't just be sure. like normal thing to normal happen. Normal thing to happen. Yeah, runs off. Them. You, don't, you don't situation. know where they are. Yes. Yeah, we live in New York. This right. is a classic New Yorker thing. Get to your fucking point. So if a, you can't, it's not like <laughs> another squirrel is going to like take you to your car keys. And that's what Batman's logic is. Well, no, his logic is, all right, I'm going to talk to this squirrel, kind of get in the squirrel's head a little bit, and think, okay, <laughs> if I was that squirrel, where would I go with these car keys? Yeah, I but mean, that, that squirrel doesn't have anything to do with your car keys. Right, the squirrel is just sticking by his tree. But He's like, I don't want anything to do with nuts anymore. I'm yeah. doing my own thing. Right, right. But there are there is some logic to it. It's not just crazy talk. No, there's no... The, the well, need, sorry, could you keep talking about squirrels, please, both yeah, of you? The squirrel what? who laughs. Now, <laughs> that squirrel <laughs> you got to watch out. Can we talk about the crazy. end of the issue? Yes, please. I'm dying to talk about it because so I have questions. The, the end of the issue, uh, big spoilers here for you spoil heads out there. Uh, Batman gives up. He's basically like... No, no, no. That's not what I thought it was happening. Wait, let me finish what I'm saying, okay. the squirrel. Uh, the Batman... Gives up to the Joker venom that is in his body. He gives over. He becomes the Batman who laughs so that he can stop the Batman who laughs and puts on the Batman who laughs insane looking spike visor, which I still don't know how you see out of. And it's fair. It's not like when you have the, you're the Batman who laughs, you have, have vision better. Like it doesn't make any sense. Right. But it's. But I think what it does do is it will freak out the Batman who laughs because if you're, that's the last thing you're expecting to see Batman dressed like you. Yeah. That would freak me out. Make yeah, yeah, so if I showed up here dressed as you, you'd be uh, fucked up about. Yeah, I would be <laughs> fucked up <laughs> about. Fucked it. Do you think it's going to be a thing where they both go to the dance and they're wearing the same outfit and one of them gets so awkward they leave? No, oh, maybe that's how he beats but, him. Uh, yeah. That's leaves the that universe. Is a, the like Batman you're saying, dances. Oh, <laughs> like you're saying, that is a crazy plan, though. That like, okay, to beat the Joker, I've got to become the Joker. Or to put it in terms that make more sense to people, to find the squirrel that has your car keys, you, you have to become the squirrel, squirrel that, that has, has your car keys. keys. Yeah. <laughs> put on your squirrel. Uh, that, that explains why you're dressed as a squirrel. Yes, right and yes. Okay, I still I don't have my car keys. Great. Yeah. Definitely pick up this issue. Let's move on to an image comic. Criminal number two. Now, if you were expecting them to pick up on what happened the last issue. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Instead, we get an entirely new story focusing on uh, not old timey, but like from the 90s comic book world takes place at a comic convention. It's very uh, fondly reminiscent to that Fred Van Lente's book that just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was the name of the book? It's a Uh, comic con. uh, Con. 
something. Yeah, like con. Uh, yeah. Flicked. Uh, con, con, con artist. Okay. Wrath of con. Con artist? Yeah. The con artist. That's what it is. Con yeah, artist. Probably. There you go. Uh, anyway, this is great. Uh, this but it seems too much like that book where I'm like, oh, man, if I didn't read the friend... I would be enjoying this more, but I'm like, I wonder if this is going to turn into exactly Fred's idea. No, it's idea. already a different uh, mystery. It seems like it's pretty close. There's no, I, I think it's a different mystery. It's different characters. If you read but the it's back kind matter, of the same thing, though. If you read the back matter from Ed Brubaker, he talks about how a it has nothing to do with anybody in the comic industry, which Fred Lentz's book said, definitely s- does. But he also said it's all oh, it's not. It's a mismatch of people. It's not exactly. I feel like there's some truth in both of these yeah, works sure. we're speaking about. What did you think about this issue? I mean, I love Just. I love this. It's great. It's uh, yeah, but you always say that. Yeah, well, it's good. It's it continues to be a good comic book work. Uh, Ed Brubaker is great. Sean Phillips great. Um, Was it, it, it ruined a little bit because you had read Fred's book? I spent the first half. Uh, worrying that it would turn out similar, and then it didn't, and I'm not a crazy person, so I was okay with it. Well, I'm a crazy person. I'm like, is this gonna? It's still gonna end exactly. No, but it's the same. not. No, it's it's totally, already it's different. totally different. It's, it's gonna be so different. similar. Um, I like the format that they're doing, where they're just telling a bunch of different stories that we're assuming will start to come together in this criminal underworld that we're exploring with these amazing comic book storytellers. It just makes me not want to buy things at cons because now it's like, it seems like I've read two things that say, okay, these aren't as legit as people say they are. Comic book conventions? No, I'm talking about like a, trying to buy original artwork or like the sellers. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, there's plenty of legit art sellers out there. Sure. But if I'm going to buy comic book art, which I don't usually do, but if I was going to do that, I would go directly to the artist and buy it from their stand. I feel like that's the way to do it because why are you buying that art? Don't buy it from like some random stall. No, there's a, there's a great spot. If you like in San Diego, if you go to um, like way in the parking lot in the back, (laughs) there's a dude who's like smoking two cigarettes. Yeah. 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 No, I know that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's got great deals. Great deals. Johnny Johnny two cigarettes. Yeah. Johnny two cigarettes. Yeah. You got to tell him how do you spell the artist's name ahead of time though? Yeah. Because he knows. And then a lot of times he's like drawing furiously in the backseat of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, here's well, why you're such an aficionado yeah, of the exactly. form. Yeah. yeah. He's practicing it himself. This issue is great. Moving on to another DC comic, Wonder Twins, number one yeah. reboot Twin of the classic characters. Pete, I'm going to turn to you since I'm sure you're a big Wonder Twins fan. How do you feel this paid tribute to the legacy of these storied characters? Do you think well, because he did a little dance when you said Wonder Twins, that's what it was? Yeah. I was doing the Wonder Twin powers activate now. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, no spoilers on this one, Zelbs, right? Because this one doesn't come out for a little bit, or are we allowed no, to? It's out today. today. Oh, okay, great. Um, <laughs> so I, I was just making sure. Didn't want to. You're in sort of a purple shirt. Yeah. Is this purple? You, you're a wonder and you're twin. Very wet right now. Yeah. I don't know wait, what's going you on. You're slowly turning like, into water. Yeah. You're uh, wait, so seriously? This is purple? Are you colorblind? Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's definitely. Shirt. Really? It's what not did you red? Think it was? No. Well, it's kind of like a maroon. <laughs> it's not red. <laughs> really? Definitely not red. It's like I, a maroon. I thought it was a maroon, maroon type of thing. Yeah. There's a little purple in there as well. Right. Anyways. This uh, is very interesting for our audio podcast. <laughs> yeah. For our audio only what podcast. What color do you think each shirt is? Write oh. us at comicbookclublive at gmail.com and let us know. It's well, like well, the blue great. dress, gold dress all over oh, again, man, except no great. one gets to see it. But what's great is when we do our live show. 
show, there'll be a picture of the three of Change us. Change your shirt before the live show. No, Definitely. You know, make, well, I think people learned you're colorblind, and that's an important fact for the Pete uh, trading card. Yeah. <laughs> now, what uh, I'm wondering about is your opinion on the Wonder Twins, Pete. So okay, go ahead. so uh, I thought they did a good job of, like, in this comic, because the Wonder Twins are kind of a joke. So they kind of made fun of that, and they also had Mixelpluck in there, which is also kind of a jokey villain. I think they did a good job of treating this in the right way and having these characters kind of uh, from their perspective, how they deal with stuff. I thought it was done well. I mean, I wasn't like, this is the greatest thing ever, but I, I, was, I was happy that I didn't hate it, and I thought it was uh, done well. Yeah, uh, it, this reminded me a lot of not necessarily the Justice League uh, series from a few years back. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, nope. No? Nope. Uh, the comedy uh, focused uh, based on the Justice League run back in the day that focused on Booster Gold uh, and yeah. okay. Blue Beetle. Yes. Um, so this had had a lot of that fun. It's A lot of the Justice League appears in this. Yeah. They're like, these people Bad are man's. lame. Yeah. Uh, and it is weird to... To be reminded that their powers are one turns into animals and one turns into water. Water. That's, That's very specific. Yes, mm-hmm. it is very specific. Uh, I warmed to this issue as I read it. it. It paints the Wonder Twins as aliens come to our world. There's some weird stuff that happened back on their world. We don't, sex. So There's some weird sex stuff and some other Which stuff. Which you loved. Yeah, I was fucking and into you, it. And you. Oh, Pete. my God. Nope. Yep. Uh, yeah. A couple of pervs. How many? How many? Never mind. Oh, <laughs> you can stop right there. Also, that's not saying humana 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 is not sexual, and it's just weird now. I don't know if there was a time in like the Great Depression where it was like, oh, that guy's feeling very horny right now. You can tell because he's going humana 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 humana. Yeah, yeah that was, that's Look, an old time bit. His tongue is on the table. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm surprised someone who's yeah. classically trained doesn't know that. Yeah. It's not being a pervert in the past. That's not part of my training. Yeah, surprised. Well, if you ever time travel though you gotta try and train to be a past pervert it's yeah, super past pervert. important yeah that's no, definitely true it's yes. one of the biggest things in uh, quantum leap <laughs> <laughs> he's a pervert throughout history <laughs> oh god i oh, think you watched the porn parody yeah he looks at, he looks in the mirror and goes oh boy yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> quantum creep was the series you were <laughs> yes, watching it was. that's what it was right Oh, Starring man. Scott Dracula. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Scott Dracula. Uh, anyway, anyway, uh, very yeah, fun. I, I worked to this over the course of it. Uh, there's some solid jokes in there. I really actually like the resolution the best. Yeah, the way that they figure out the misplistic problem at the end is a lot of fun. Um, it feels like it hits its groove as a comedy title by the end of the issue, yeah. which yeah. made me very much look forward to the second issue. Yeah, I like uh, Mark Russell writes this. I think, and yeah. he. Writes with such uh, confidence, especially the comedy side of it, that I feel like a lot of comic book writers don't do. They include the jokes as little quips, and he's like writing toward the jokes, which I think is cool. Yeah. Moving on to something that's not writing towards the jokes. Savage Sword of Conan, number one, written by Jerry Dugan with art by Ron Garney, I want to say. The art's great. Uh, So this is the second Conan title from Marvel Comics. It's not connected plot-wise to the one that uh, Jason Aaron is doing. Yes, Ron Garney? Ron Garney is Uh, right. Thanks, uh, fact checker. Uh, And this finds Conan taken uh, on a pirate ship. He ends up on an adventure, stealing some treasure. Very classic Conan stuff. Uh, As you mentioned, I thought the art was great. It was a pretty straightforward Conan book, but uh, it's fun to see Jerry Dugan doing something pretty serious and intense. Um, I like this. Yeah, um Especially in contrast to the other title that Jason Aaron's doing, um, that that Conan over there is a little more thoughtful, and this Conan is like 
angry all the time. It's sort of like yeah. Conan the Hulk or Conan the Punisher. So I feel like, uh, Pete, you must, this must have been right up your alley. Oh, man, I love this. I never get tired of this. This is yeah. just classic Conan that... Uh, you know, you can read over and over again. So enjoyable. Also, I love the way it starts. Kind of from his perspective, he's kind of like he's has lost the sea, so he's like not seeing straight, but he's still angry, which makes me happy. Yeah, uh, yeah I was really impressed by the way this was uh, not only written but drawn, and what a fun adventure! I feel like uh, you know it's definitely a great book and worth a pick up. I agree. Like the adventure side of it, I really like. I just watched the movie Swiss Family Robinson, the original one, over the weekend. Oh wow, great movie! And now I have yeah. a real taste for these like at sea adventures. Yeah. Now Ooh. I have a question. Were you guys disappointed at all that they don't reference the fact that his show went to half an hour? I thought that was kind of a bummer because that's a big deal, right? But there's so much Team Coco branding throughout yes. the issue. Uh, when all the like guys in the ship are like, I'm Team Coco. Like, fuck uh, Jay Leno, they say over and over again. That was which, weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like that's so in the past, but I guess this takes place but in the past. they got rid of the desk. Yeah. Like, you don't have to see Conan at the desk anymore, which the is fresh nice. take. It's more relaxed. <laughs> and fresh just, take. It's a conversation. Yeah. And I liked on the Conan show on uh, TBS when he murdered that pirate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. All right, moving on to some future ones. So I'll try not to spoil any of them. First one, Crackdown number one from, I want to say... Image? Image? No, not Image. Uh, Booms, not Boom Studios. No, Dynamite. 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 Thank you. Uh, Crackdown Dynamite. number one coming out February 20th. This is, of course, as we all know, tying into the video game that's coming out. So that's very exciting. Uh, Crackdown uh, seems to be, based on having never played those video games, a world where people shoot stuff. Yep. Yes. Have, have either of you played any Crackdown games? I have not. I mean, okay. I've done Crack and I was down, but I've never <laughs> played the game Crackdown. <laughs> Okay. Uh, what did you think about this book then, Pete, as the expert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the way you said, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it's kind of basic, you know, it's like, oh, all we do is kill, we're the law, oh, uh, yeah, I'm so jacked up. Uh, but yeah, I mean... I, see, I was reading it, and I thought, wow, Pete's going to like this. Yeah? Yeah, because it's just a bunch of dudes screaming at each other and murdering everything in sight. Huh. Yeah. And talking about how cool they are. They definitely yeah. talk about how cool they are a lot. A lot, this book. Yeah, yeah. This This book feels like it was written by, like, a junior uh, high school like football player yeah. was like, yo, my team's the fucking best. <laughs> We're going to go all the fucking way. Yeah. It's fine. And then the bus gets a flat tire. Yeah. Which is I d- I'll tell you what. I, I did love this book. There's a lot of narration going on, like an yeah. overwhelming amount of narration. Don't I spoil d- it, man. I don't know exactly. <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. There's words in the book. Add pictures. Oh, I know. Reveal. Uh, I don't have any connection to the Crackdown games, so I imagine maybe if you like those games, maybe you'd be more have more of an affinity yeah, for the book. More of, yeah. uh, but it was so cocky, it started yeah. to win me over at points because it was like... They won you over through the cockiness? A little bit, just like in terms of like, this is so ridiculously over the top. I was waiting for the other shoe to drop or the other ball to drop in the case of this testosterone-fueled craziness. <laughs> um, and some sort of turn where it was going to be It kind of does like, at the end, bro. Spoiler, Pete. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another one. Blossoms 666, number two from Archie Comics, out March 6th. This is uh, one of Archie Comics' new horror titles. The idea of the book is that either Jason or Cheryl 
might be the Antichrist. We don't know which. <laughs> and as of last issue, they had a big party at their house, and several people died. Yeah. Uh, and this issue, we're dealing with the fallout of that party. We won't spoil anything about it. Oh. Um, but I, I'm really enjoying this series. Yeah. This is fun. I mean, as fans of Riverdale, um, it's fun to see Cheryl be straight up the bad side. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I It makes me want to see that on the show more. Yeah. It also, again, without getting into spoilers, but this really leans into the whole Riverdale of it all. Yeah. Uh, even more so, I think, than a lot of the other horror titles Def. because... Uh, it plays to those characters. Betty is a lot like Betty. Uh, Cheryl, as you mentioned, is Cheryl, but to the maximum amount of Cheryl possible. There's a lot of jockeying between Cheryl and Jason, which is a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's fun. I think you're, it's fun, you're, too. You're not a fan, Pete, because you don't like Archie comics. Yeah, well, it's just one of those things where it's like, you in the show, it's much. very, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, this Cheryl doesn't seem like the real Cheryl to me, so it's hard for me to connect to it. Also, they were very casual around the law, which doesn't seem to make sense to me at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what Riverdale is. Uh, is they just on Riverdale? They just made a made a guy who went to jail and was accused and implicated in murder several times. Sheriff of the town. Yep. <laughs> so I, I feel like if you want to point out casualness about the law, also Cheryl lights up people with a bow and arrow on a lot of the as nights. she should. Yeah, as a, she should. I'll tell you what. That's against the law. Yeah, but you're talking about one thing versus another here. This is this is not <laughs> the you, same show. You, you talked about that. You talked about them. Yeah, well, I'm saying I, I was saying one thing I didn't like about, but we're talking about something that's great about Riverdale. I mean, it's fantastic. Wow. Oh, I get it. You're a crazy person. All right, yep. let's move on to another title from Dynamite. This is the last title we're going to talk about. Also out February 20th, Barbarella Deja Thoris number two. Now, we talked about the first issue of this and loved it. Yeah. We absolutely loved it. Very shocked. Uh, did you, did you feel it held up in issue two? Yes, Pete is raising Peter, his head. I, I want to go first. Girl, girl, I want first crack as this. Okay, I want first crack. Down. Got first it. First crack at this. Go first ahead, crack. Pete. You're going to do some crack right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Got exactly. it. All right, Pete, uh, purple shirt. Take it away. I'm really impressed with this book. I keep waiting oh. for it to be like, oh, it's just going to turn into TNA and be stupid. Uh, I'm really enjoying this book. I keep wanting. I, I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to suck. It's great. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's fun. I'm having fun. a good time. I like the characters. I felt like I wanted... They go through so many interesting worlds, so many things happening in this book. Mm-hmm. I want They talk so much. I wanted them to just sort of uh, be on an adventure for a little, a little bit before they started really like digesting and talking about the logistics of the adventure they were on. Yeah, but otherwise, I like it. This felt a little info-dumpier in yeah. this issue. Like you said, the two of them figuring out each other. To Pete's point... I think a lot of the Dynamite books do tend to lean into the kitschy TNA elements where they go, oh, isn't this fun? This is what we know about the characters. Mm-hmm. But instead, what Leo Williams, the writer, is doing here is uh, deciding, okay, what are the actual characters of Barbarella? What's the actual character of Deja Thoris? What would happen if they actually mixed together? Um, and it's nice. I mean, they're fun characters. They're very different. They have very different knowledge sets, which are explored here. Yeah. The creatures and worlds, as you mentioned, are very weird and beautifully drawn throughout. Really nice. Um, And it feels like next issue after this info dump, after this kind of feeling each other out issue, we're going to be getting more action and, uh, it's great. I'm yeah. very surprised by the series. Yeah, yeah me too. Really like it. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to The Stack. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Please come on by. Pete. 
Front of us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and at Spoilheads.com. <laughs> Check us out at ComicBookClub.Live.com for this podcast and more. And we'll see you at the Comic Book Shop. Yeah, Spoilheads might be a real website. You, you, we don't actually know. Spoiler. <laughs>